Welcome back to the Cineposium podcast, where each week members or collaborators of Cineposium curate films for remote viewing, and then talk about those films on this podcast. In this week's episode, Mike Mazikane discusses Dawn of the Dead. Enjoy the presentation. Before we begin, a brief programming note. It is final season, which means audio content is going to be a little light for a few weeks as we try to finish seminar projects. But we will be programming over the summer and we have some fun ideas that we think you all will like. Now, on to today's programming note. In his review for Army of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder, exorcist scholar and film critic Mark Kermode describes zombie films as eating, quote, parts of other zombie movies. This cannibalistic metaphor is useful in thinking about one zombie title in particular, Dawn of the Dead. I say title and not movie to invoke a greater sense of meaning and capture the three and a half movies that the title Dawn of the Dead has resulted in. There's Dawn of the Dead, directed by George A. Romero, the direct sequel to his 1968 film Night of the Living Dead. Zombie, an Italian cut of Dawn of the Dead, overseen by master of horror Dario Argento that notably features a score by the musical group Goblin. Dawn of the Dead, the extended Mall Hours cut, a fan edit of the film combining the initial 139-minute con cut of the film with Argento's 117-minute version and various uh, deleted scenes from home video releases into a more quote-unquote complete version of the movie. And Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 remake, directed by Zack Snyder from a script by James Gunn, which itself features an alternative director's cut on home release. Each film eats pieces off of one another, and other zombie films all have different intellectual and formal statements to make. This repetition and continual presence has led Megan Sutherland to argue that, quote, in other words, it is not just the dead bodies that are reanimated and proliferating in zombie cinema, it's the, th- it's the films themselves, too. Romero's version of Dawn of the Dead is an indictment of consumerism at the dawn of the 1980s, as the world comes crashing down and all the living and the dead can do is drone through a derelict shopping mall. Argento's cut of the film, Zombie, largely eschews that kind of social criticism for a leaner, more action-oriented film with an emphasis on the kind of gore that would turn Don into a video nasty in the United Kingdom. But even that attempt to excise Romero's materialist critique opens up a new strand that emphasizes the unequal display and uses of the body. The extended Mall Hours cut attempts to synthesize both cuts, resulting in a 155-minute version of the film that stitches together pretty much all known existing footage with tweaks to the overall sound design to make a more coherent text. In trying to have it both ways, the Mall Hours cut opens itself up to a new realm of criticism within fandom studies and an excellent source on the role fan cuts and fan films play within overall fan interactions. While nominally related to its progenitor film, the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead does not resemble the original feature film beyond a shared plot of a zombie outbreak in an abandoned mall, with a few references to original dialogue. 
Snyder's film shifts the social critique away from consumerism, having lost that war over the past quarter century, to white heterosexist patriarchy, positing a multicultural and maybe even matriarchal path to rebuilding society. Unlike its precursors, the remake is thoroughly postmodern as the camera consciously frames events with a lens to the zombie film, even as the inhabitants of the movie have no idea they're in a zombie movie. In many ways, it is at the other side of the reflexive spectrum to 2004's Shaun of the Dead, directed by Edgar Wright. The repetition of Dawn of the Dead and the semantic codification of, zo of the zombie genre emphasizes that meaning is constructed through that cannibalistic eating of institutional structures of reproduction. How through varying edits and remakes, the intellectual and formal emphasis can shift wildly and still cohere into something audiences understand as a zombie movie in a very material sense, much in the same way that the presence of the zombie emphasizes the materiality of film, even as it becomes more and more dominated by digital effects. It emphasizes the mutability of the body now reanimated and able to move in strange new ways and consume others with little thought to the morality of eating other people. That's it for our show this week. Thank you for listening and for your support. Please subscribe to the show on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Cineposium and on Twitter at Cposium to keep up with our updates and to keep in communication with us. Until next week, take care, everyone.